0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. Another Friday, another episode of Why Are We Bullish? We've got a swan takeover today uh, in honor of Pacific Bitcoin. Very excited to get down to uh, L.A. and uh, and just hang out with a ton of Bitcoiners. It's going to be a fucking awesome time. I'm really excited for it. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, this is going to be a good rip. We've got uh, a good chunk of the team in the wings, ready to make you all bullish, there's already been a comment <laughs> in the live comments. Is this the Why Are We Bearish Halloween special? Fuck out of here with that. <laughs> it, it is always bullish in here. There's always stuff to be bullish about. I know that was, I know you were joking. That's okay. Uh, but it's gonna be a good time. As always, this is live. Anything can happen. So I defer to my friend Bill here. We'll do it live. Okay. No. We'll do it live!
1: Fuck it!
2: Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live!
3: And thing sucks! Yeah.
0: If you have not already, please do like, subscribe, share. All those things help get this content in front of more eyeballs. Keep those chat messages coming. And I am Ben with the BTC Sessions. This is your Daily Session. <laughs> By bitcoin All right before we dive into our panel let's take a look and there's specific bitcoin by the way let's take a look at where we are in the markets right now we're sitting at $20,602 per coin a single US dollar will pick you up 4,854 sats what a deal you guys 91.39% of all bitcoin have been mined and in terms of fees Oh, a little bump. Uh, next block, 21 sats per byte. But if you're willing to stretch a little bit, low single digits should do you just fine. Shout out to sponsors of the show, coinkite.com. These guys just have the best damn hardware in the game. I love my cold card. I love the open dimes, sats cards, uh, tab signers, all of them beautiful. And just this past, my wednesday this week at some point i finally put together a tutorial video on the block clock micro and mini uh so if you've been trying to figure out how to set yours up (laughs) max and stacy um then this one is for you and uh, you can get all kinds of good bitcoin info uh streamed to you directly on your bookshelf. Uh, but anyways, if you want to check out coinkite.com, use code BTC sessions for 5% off everything in the store. If you're stacking sats in Canada and you unfortunately don't have access to Swan, well, then you can hit up Shakepay. They're easy. E-transfers in and out, uh, thin spread, no deposit or withdrawal fees, uh, including when you withdraw Bitcoin, which they do encourage you to do. Uh, and if you sign up with the link down below and, Purchase your first hundred bucks worth of Bitcoin. They'll give you 10 bucks for free. Same deal when you share your link, and others do the same. You can shake your phone every single day for free. Sats, they've got a Sats back Visa card, all kinds of ways to be earning extra Sats. Check them out. Link is down below if you're interested in that 10 bucks. Ledin.io, you can use your Bitcoin for a ton of different services. In particular, these guys have been useful for me over the years whenever I'm in a cash flow crunch. I need to get my hands on dollars, but I don't want to sell my Bitcoin because I never really want to sell my Bitcoin. Uh, And so I can deposit here, get a loan of dollars to my bank account, pay back those dollars, get back the same amount of sats. They do have savings accounts for Bitcoin and USDC. And the beautiful part about them is they have quarterly third party audits in which you can cryptographically verify that your holdings were part of the audits which is sorely needed. We need more accountability in that space. So kudos to them for that. They have their B2X offering, Bitcoin-backed mortgages cross Canada and select US states. And you can sign up with start.ledden.io slash sessions if you use that link and fund you account, your accounts. They'll give you 10 bucks for free. BitRefill.com helps me a ton living on Bitcoin. You can pick up any gift card your little heart desires with sats, uh, both on-chain and via the Lightning Network. You can do things like top up your phone, you can get inbound lightning channels, and if you're in the US, you can pay your bills and get on that Bitcoin standard. So check them out. There's a link down below for BitRefill. And finally, if you're backing up any important Bitcoin wallet, get it in solid steel, friends. I just, I cringe at the thought of having little pieces of paper sitting around the office with important seed phrases, because if there's a fire or a flood, that shit is gone so this is how i'm backing up my important bitcoin wallets the bill foddle again privacypros.io/btcsessions slash btc sessions will get you a little deal at checkout but why are we here friends there's something coming up it's very exciting it's coming up in 12 days 17 hours 46 minutes and 55 some odd seconds uh it's going to be a blast it's going to be down in la pacific bitcoin Uh, November 10th and 11th. I will be down there. I'm going to be hitting up the Swan Dome quite a little bit, uh, helping out there, doing lots of stuff. There's going to be incredible speakers down there. Um, So yeah, check it out. Uh, I believe Code Sessions gets you a deal. What that deal is, you shall find out. (laughs) I'm so good at this. Uh, Anyways, uh, let's bring in our panel because that's... Oh, and actually one thing I'm going to say, the day after Pacific Bitcoin, I'm running a cold card workshop in right near the venue. Uh, it's a few minutes away by car, and uh, it's a deep dive on how to use a cold card. It is four hours long. You will walk out of that place a friggin' expert on your cold card. And you know what I'm going to say right now is within the next 24 hours from right now, what time is it? It's like 6.15 Eastern time. All right, in the next 24 hours, anybody who purchases purchases a ticket to the workshop Uh, which can be found at btcsessions.ca slash events. Uh, Anybody that gets a ticket, bring a a friend for free just for 24 hours, just 24 hours from this moment on 6.15 PM Eastern time until tomorrow at the same time. Any tickets that I come through, you'll get a little email. Yo, bring a friend and I will mark that down. Anyways, enough of my rambling. Let's get our panel in here. We've got Alex. We've got John. We've got Kristen. We've got brady welcome welcome swan team uh i'm super ha- stoked to have you all on let's do a little round of intros uh for anybody that may not know you um let's start with alex can you give yourself a little introduction
3: sure hey how's it going guys my name alex danzig i work with swan bitcoin in the swan private division so we help high net worth i'll try now if if somebody wants like a super high touch white glove experience with people in the industry to kind of guide you through anything you need to know in regards to Bitcoin. We're here for you. Uh, so feel welcome to contact me for that. I'm also the host of Cafe Bitcoin on Twitter Spaces every morning.
0: Awesome. Well, dude, I'm super glad to have you here. Uh, it's it's uh, odd for me to see your face in person instead of just to hear your voice over over Twitter. So glad to have you. Um, let's rotate over. John, can you give yourself a little introduction?
2: Of course. Hey, guys. What's going on? I'm John Cheneau. I work for Swan and Special Operations. We are heavily involved in our uh, in-person events, uh, the things that, that are really introducing people to Bitcoin and introducing people to Swan in person. So really heavily involved in our uh, VIP experience for the upcoming Pacific Bitcoin conference and Really excited for that. We've got a lot in store and very passionate about connecting people in person to further develop the social net social layer side of Bitcoin.
0: Yeah, I, I think we all get in our own little, uh, in, uh, you know, Internet bubbles a little bit too much. And the value of actually being face to face with Bitcoiners is is far understated. I think it's so important. Um, a little tangent here just before we get to Brady, but uh, I was in Costa Rica, and uh, and I tweeted out, "Hey, any Bitcoiners down here?" I ended up meeting up with a, a couple different people, but um, the one dude that I met up with, um, he was an expat, a Canadian expat, um, <laughs> funny enough, and uh, but he had never met a single other Bitcoiner in person, and he had gone through like kind of his growth of like learning why Bitcoin, all of that stuff, on top of basically moving his entire family out of Canada given all the you know craziness that was happening earlier in the year so he had just to have a lot of baggage i shit you not um meeting another bitcoiner for the first time was such kind of like a a weight like a weight off his shoulders he cried oh yeah he was it was and like i teared up cuz i was like I knew that feeling of like that moment of like, Oh, I'm not crazy. There's other real people that I can relate to. And it's a great experience. So if you haven't been to in-person meetups, whatever, get out there. Well worth it, but sorry for the tangent. Uh, I'll do another rotation here, but yeah. Awesome, John. I'm so glad that that's that's your focus. Um, Yeah. We call those lone coiners. People who (laughs)
2: have only connected to Bitcoiners on Twitter and Reddit and whatever. But they've never actually gone to a meetup and met someone else in person. They're all alone. They're yeah. alone coiners.
0: Yeah. Well, well, we'll we'll bring them into the into the fray. Uh, Brady, Brady, welcome, Whoa. dude. You're, What's up, man? You're 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 tro- <laughs> you're trolling us with your crickets in the back.
1: I <laughs> got I got some, some crickets. They're out early tonight. Got some crickets over here. It's like harsh water- commentary. <laughs> yeah, they're excited. They're bullish over there. They're cricketish. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, you know this, and this is the lone bitcoiner problem. Is exactly why we've put together this conference, right? We're going to talk a lot more about it today, but just that sparked a, a thought that I, that I could can share real quick is um, just you know having a lone bitcoiner out there. Um, we did not, me and Corey and Jan did not we were never together in person for two and a half years since we launched the product uh, Swan product until about six weeks ago. We were in LA together and we met for the first time. So it's amazing that you can get all the way up to speed on Bitcoin online without ever meeting a Bitcoiner person. And you can now also build a company uh, without knowing, like ever meeting or hanging out with your co-founders in real life. So it's a weird world that we're living in, but here it is. And I love that we are uh, bringing together all the swans for the first time at Pacific Bitcoin. The lone swans out there that have never met another swan, uh, but also a lot of lone Bitcoiners, I think. Anyway, I'm Brady, uh, co-founder and uh, you know, shameless marketer at Swan uh and and that's what i do i'm excited to, to hang out tonight
0: dude well i'm glad to have you and i'm excited to uh see you in person yet again so yeah i've i've, yes. I've, I've met you more times than you've met your your co Yeah, probably. yes we've
1: hung out yes we probably spent more time together than Corey and
0: i have for sure yeah but, <laughs> uh let's do our final guest here Kristen. thank you so much for being here we've been kind of like chatting off and on for, a, what, a, a, couple, a year and a half, couple of years couple here. A couple of years now, yeah. yeah. so I'm glad, I'm glad to have you. Give yourself a little intro.
4: Excited to be here. I am Swan's marketing director and the event manager for Pacific Bitcoin, so just completely upturned my life like most Bitcoiners and am as all in <laughs> as humanly possible. My husband also works for Swan in the engineering side of the business, so The Thompsons of Portland are all in and feeling bullish. Damn.
0: I love it. Bitcoin families is what we're talking about That's now, right.
4: Huh? That's right. we have a little Bitcoin kid here. He stacks some sats every week with his allowance. So
0: Hey, I love to hear it. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, uh, everybody, welcome. And also welcome people that are in the chat and watching um, or maybe listening, streaming sats later on. Uh, if you're unfamiliar, this is Why Are We Bullish. Very simple concept. And uh, we go by the three R's. Uh, for this show somebody's gonna drop a reason why they're bullish that's number one number two we're all gonna riff together on that reason discuss ask questions whatever it may be number three we're gonna rotate so until everybody has had a turn to let it known why they're bullish uh and so we're gonna go through that reason riff rotate um i'm gonna get us started off just with uh, because we've got a big panel today i'm gonna um it's an interesting thing, but I, I don't want to dwell on it for too long because it's a relatively new, uh, interesting thing that's happening. But I just thought it was cool. And so this is my reason for being bullish this week. I've got some visual accompaniment here. Oh. Uh, but this is a, a tweet from from Dan Gold. Uh, I think I'm saying that last name right. But um, he said that he created two lightning channels or he established two lightning channels in one Sparrow Wallet Pay hey join transaction. Sparrow is now a lightning wallet. So I was a little confused by what was happening here. So let me, let me basically elaborate on what happened. He took Sparrow wallet, which is a regular Bitcoin wallet. It's not a lightning wallet. It's nothing like that. It, it does regular Bitcoin transactions. There's some interesting kind of privacy technology baked into it. But basically what he was able to do in a single transaction he was able to, uh, create two separate lightning channels, send the remaining change back to himself and pay his fee. Um, he sent it as a technically a regular Bitcoin transaction. What's known as I guess a partially signed Bitcoin transaction. Um, he sent it to the recipients at a regular Bitcoin address. They were then able to look at that transaction and say, Hey, let's sub in this other address, which will be become a two of two multisig, which is how lightning functions. It's, it's a multisig between two people. They swap in the address, make the proposition, and then it goes back to the original sender to confirm and it's all established. So in the long form of this, what the implications are is a lot of, we'll say streamlining and, uh, and efficiency gains on layer one when it comes to establishing lightning channels. Um, So you can, right now, typically when you set up a lightning channel, you're doing a single transaction to set up a single channel. That's the experience most people have. This is a demonstration of being able to collaboratively create lightning channels from a regular Bitcoin wallet, um, multiple channels at a time. This demo was just two but it could be many, many more. On top of that, as I was asking questions of him down the line, this opens up the possibility that the receiver on the receiver end of uh, a proposed lightning channel could also contribute funds to the initial transaction, which would be known as also payjoin. Um, and this would kind of obfuscate who owns what, who's doing what, who funded the channel for how much, whose change is whose, basically it borks all of the on-chain analytics as would uh, a a CoinJoin transaction. So not only are we seeing increased efficiency on-chain, but we're also seeing increased privacy on-chain through these developments. And I think it's super interesting, it's still very early. It's very, you know, I imagine it's relatively complex for a regular person to do this right now. But it's, it's a hint of things to come. I'm very excited for it. And I love the idea that the base layer of Bitcoin is just going to be this powerhouse of efficiency and privacy in the future, which builds a powerhouse of, of speedy, cheap, and again, private transactions on top of it. So that's why I'm bullish this week. I know it's a little complex, but um, I, I just want to open it up to the panel and say... Um you know have you used sparrow wallet what, do you have experience with lightning um you could you know a- anything you want to tap on feel free so whoever wants to jump I, in
1: I have a I have a quick take so this is this is interesting because it illustrates why bitcoin skeptics are uh, are wrong they're skeptical either about the fact that it'll work at all or that it just moves too slowly a lot of them are you know in the crypto crowd a lot of them aren't um, and, and it seems like that might be correct, you know, when you when you kind of look at it, um, maybe closely for a year or two or whatever, and look at the, the development rate of, of uh, the Bitcoin base chain lightning, of course, lightning developments much faster. But um, you could see how someone maybe a reporter could look at that and draw these conclusions. But it's incredible, the work that's happening and the long term vision of this group of devs and Bitcoin devs are some of the best in the world, but they're also very patient, very long-term thinking. This is as is often compared to, this is like operating system code for a nuclear power plant kind of kind of thing. Like this is the way it's treated. And to see elegant solutions like this, uh, you know, pop up on Twitter with the first screenshot, hey, I made this thing work. And this is what it could mean for the future of privacy, of efficiency, and and they have all these downstream effects and it's just incredible. I have developed a lot of trust. I think all you know, a lot of Bitcoiners have developed a ton of trust in these amazing people that are building this world-changing technology. Uh, but it takes time, and I love it when things like this happen and come out on Twitter because it just makes me feel better about the future security of Bitcoin and makes me proud to know that I'm working with people who aren't here for the hype. They're they're here to make something long and lasting for generations and. Anyway, it just it's it's just cool to see these kinds of things come up.
0: Yeah, totally agree. Oh, uh, anybody else want to chime in on thoughts, questions?
4: I, yeah, I I just think think it just crickets. <laughs> just just <laughs> crickets. <literal> crickets. <laughs> let's do
0: uh, let's do uh, John and then Alex. Oh, for my take. Um, yeah, if you have any comments, questions about uh, the topic. Yeah,
2: anyway. yeah. So, well to me, what's, what's so great about Bitcoin is the, the way that it's able to empower individuals. So th- that's, that's why, um, uh, when you see people working on the, on incorporating these values of privacy and, um, and personal develop, personal power empowerment into protocol in, in ways in which we're able to, it's. It's just so that's why we're all here, right? It's just these kinds of things are just going to continue. And one of the, when I was first learning about Bitcoin, one of the things I was impressed by is just how many intelligent uh, and gifted individuals are contributing to this thing. Like all all the smartest people in the world who actually care about human freedom and and the betterment of of western civilization like that this is where they're
0: at so Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, absolutely um alex you were you were going to jump in as well
3: sure so i agree with what brady was saying i think there's a lot of people who look at bitcoin on a surface level and they look at the main chain and they think oh this thing's too small or it's not modifiable or it doesn't do all these amazing things Mm -hmm. like smart contracts and all that other kind of stuff and it's like you know there's this there's this analogy where it's like you know, if we're all on an airplane, you don't want to change the airplane engines out while you're flying, mm-hmm. right? I, I relate to that a lot. It's like, leave the main chain alone. It's super high security. It's super reliable. It doesn't have to be – it's it's kind of like the base layer protocol. And we keep talking about this kind of stuff lately where it's like, with Lightning, that's a, like a layer two and you're—we don't even know all the things that are going to be built on top of this stack in terms of protocols. There's no way to know. Like if you think of think of the internet back in '95 versus where it is now. How did you know that any of this stuff was going to exist? We're talking each to each other over a browser-based yeah. thing. That's many layers built on top of TCPIP. Who knew in 1995 this was even going to be possible? Mm-hmm. So that's. That's I'm super bullish on that. There's so many new VCs that are like, yeah, you know what? All this other kind of stuff that's now captured all the world computers and all this other kind of crap that's now basically owned by the state, essentially, if they want to. Like, I don't I don't see how that's going to actually matter moving forward with the with the Bitcoin base layer and everything that we're going to build on top of it. I'm super excited. All the VCs that are coming in the space are all very lightning focused. Mm-hmm. And you see the development in that area just exploding. So that's I'm super bullish on that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um I don't know Chris do you have any gen- I I'm unsure like have you I- Have you dealt with lightning a lot thus far in your journey? Or are you a main chain kind of girl?
4: I'm a main chain kind of girl, you know, I'm just saying. But uh, no, what I was, I was really resonating with what Alex was saying, you know, as I mentioned earlier, my husband's an engineer, so he's the brains that can actually understand deeper into Bitcoin and more of the technology, but whenever he related it to whenever he does relate it to the journey of the internet and the different layers, that's what makes sense to me. What has always made sense to me with lightning. And, and when you do look back to the beginning of the internet, like Alex said, you can't, we could not have possibly have seen all of the developments, how far it would come, how fast, Mm -hmm. how we can shoot videos with our phones instantly zip it over to my computer right now. Like you just couldn't possibly conceive it. And that's where we're at in this journey um, so I think, you know, we've seen the challenges when people want to change what Bitcoin is versus mm-hmm. understanding that it's the additional layers that will continue to expand it and allow it to grow. And, um, we'll get to why I'm bullish, but I'm going to loop this back in later. Awesome. <laughs> I'm seeing a thread here. <laughs> I, I,
0: I, I fully agree with the sentiment and thank God that Bitcoin has has been developed and and its trajectory is looking the way it's looking um in that it's it's been uncompromising on its base layer um to build that solid foundation on which we can then build our skyscrapers right
4: yes oh yes
0: i think that's the exciting part here so uh, we'll wrap this one. I just thought this was such a cool thing to see, and and maybe not everybody on Twitter would have fully got what was going on there. But I think the implications are vast. It's just a slow burn. That's all. So mm. um, we're gonna give it a rotation, and I'm gonna I'm gonna toss it to the cricket man himself, Brady. <laughs> uh, I would love see to my, know what, why are the crickets bullish? Why, why are the crickets bullish? Let me know. <laughs>
1: all right, uh, I'm going to. Give Ben here a worldwide exclusive on why are we bullish, and I'm also going to create a little side chain of why are we bullish, and we're gonna we're gonna reason, riff, and rotate on on this as well. I guess we're already go- going to anyway. Oh, never mind, never mind. Main <laughs> chain, stay on the main chain. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna present here uh, for a second, if you don't mind, sir.
0: Yeah, I'll pull it when I see. uh Let's see. Is it a browser? Here we go. I think this is it. Okay. Um, do you see anything? No, not yet. So hit present, hit share screen, and then it'll let you choose something.
1: Yep. Okay, uh,
0: and then you got to hit share. Okay.
1: Yeah, something's goofing up, unfortunately. So I may not be able to give, actually.
0: Shoot me, the, shoot me the link in the private chat and I'll bring it up. I'll shoot you the file,
1: yeah. And uh, if somebody else wants to go in the meantime, cause this mm-hmm. might take 90 seconds. I don't want to do 96 and de- 90 seconds of dead air. Then
0: we can <laughs> right. come back to mine. All good. Well, uh who who shall I pick on? Maybe Alex. <laughs> now, Alex, maybe, maybe let's do a whirlwind of we'll why you go alphabetical. <laughs> yeah. All right.
3: So I like to pay attention to adoption markers. I think the price is not very uh revealing of adoption. Mm-hmm. Um, so some adoptions markers I look at is like. Strength of the network, cash power, um, how much money is moving on the network, a number of wallets, um, the amount of Bitcoin that's allocated to channels uh, and committed, uh, number of nodes, all those kind of things. So some of the adoption markers that have been interesting to me as of late is number one, uh, we've passed $14 trillion worth of USD value transferred on the Bitcoin network as of now we still have two months to go last year it was 13.1 trillion so we've already surpassed that we're already growing in that regard the institutional or i should say the legacy sort of system adoption markers are pretty strong for 2022 you've got kpmg canada in bitcoin bank of new york mellon in bitcoin forbes saying that uh, the use case strengthens for bitcoin bloomberg referring to bitcoin as a safe haven bill gross in Bitcoin, Ken Griffin in Bitcoin, State Street in Bitcoin, Morgan Stanley, Asset Management in Bitcoin, Credit Suisse saying that Bitcoin is going to benefit from all this crazy monetary stuff that's going on in the world. Goonlock in Bitcoin, Enush- Russia announces it's going to take payment for energy in rubles or gold or Bitcoin, Bridgewater backs a crypto fund, BlackRock starting to uh, respond to client demand in Bitcoin, on and on and on. There's a ton of these. I'm not going to read them all. There's a ton of these and then finally we just hit an all-time record for the number of addresses that have held bitcoin for longer than 3 months.
1: Yeah, that that's huge.
3: That is to me is mind-blowing because like what it what it really means is the people that are holding for more than three months, they're not short-term in-and-out sellers, which is most of the people that came in. And over the last six months, a lot of that selling pressure was coming from people who are newer. So everybody who's holding right now have figured out they're not selling. That, to me, is incredibly freaking bullish. I don't know if that's a bottom marker, but damn. Right, let's go. Send it.
0: It's, Send it. it's, <laughs> it's great because- you realize how much of the price is effectively calculated at the fringe, right? Mm. It's, there's X amount of liquid Bitcoin, but there's so much of it that just basically just sitting held away. And that the the conviction of those people is continuously growing and to see that much being held on chain and huh. a singular address for, you know, for the, an individual for longer and longer. Um, it denotes that, yeah, it's, it's the, you know, there's, there's a, a small liquid market and during the bear market there happens to be more sellers in that small liquid market, but it, it takes very little movement to change that trajectory and, and it can really rip. So um, I, I, I think that we've got an interesting decade ahead of us uh, that a lot of people are underestimating what can happen. So it, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. I don't know. John or Kristen, do either of you want to uh, uh, jump in, comment on, on Alex's topic before we uh, uh, rotate to Brady's?
4: I mean, I think one of the things that I learned really early on from Bitcoiners is watch what they do, not what they say. And so when we hear headlines like that and, you know, here at Swan, when we're watching the market and I'm clipping little headlines, you know, we see people changing their tune um, whether it's uh, JP Morgan or, you know, it's just on, the list is really long of people who have tried to vilify Bitcoin while secretly stacking, you know, in the meantime, or putting up the channels to be uh, doing business in Bitcoin. And so I think that's just a a great lesson um, that I learned from Bitcoiners, which has just played true over and over again. And then the other thing that I was really cluing in on that Mark that um, Alex was sharing was about the number of Bitcoiners really holding. And so if we think back to, let's say, four years ago, um, or the last bottom was maybe, let's say, 3,000, right, when the the last bear market. And so just imagining now that the floor has raised up to, let's just say, around the $20,000 mark in that time period. And that's really interesting. And I think it's not my reason, but it could be a reason to be bullish is to really (laughs) think about the, the the lower end is so much higher than it was four years ago and then four years before that. And that, that trend continuing is you know one great reason why it's such a great store of value.
0: Yeah. There's uh, just a, a little uh, side note here. There's a really cool graph. Um, I had uh, a bunch of the Unchained guys on last week and Phil Geiger brought up uh, this chart, the, the hodl waves mm-hmm. over at Unchained. Uh, and it's really cool because you can actually see um, up up along the top this is like the the utxo age distribution meaning like how long has a particular coin been sitting in an address and not moved and so like the scale goes anywhere from 24 hours to 10 plus years
4: mm-hmm. and
0: you can see some of the the you can see some of the widening um, on on some of these longer time frames right like like some of the 10-year stuff obviously that's like there's there's not a lot there it's it's starting to get to the point where it's pretty constant but you can see particularly like five to seven years is starting to widen three to five years is much wider than it was uh you know back in in 2018 two to three years uh the one to two year is getting really wide like quite a bit Mm. you saw it like you saw it start to move quite a bit and and tighten meaning lots of people were moving their coins around as we had a bull market, but now there's a lot of coins that have been sitting in a singular address. Twenty, something like yeah, twenty-three percent of all coins have been sitting in a singular address for between one and two years. So those that's people basic. are just sitting on it, um, and that's on top of the you know all of the other you know like fifteen percent, three to five years, seven and a half percent, two to three years, even you know, another 13 14%, six months to 12 months sitting in a singular address, right? You're not getting a lot of movement out of like half to 60% of the Bitcoin stack. Um, and that's pretty impressive. I like that. But yes. uh, nonetheless, I'll, I'll get John's thought on this and then we'll do do a rotation. So John, um, any thoughts on 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 Alex's topics on some of the metrics that he's been measuring and, and uh, excited about how bullish he is? Uh, no,
2: just really just, you know, affirming that um, thesis of people more as people value this thing, the more they uh, the more they want to hold on to it and the more they want to acquire. So uh, and also and, you know, it's that natural progression as a Bitcoiner like it, but you want to understand it. So it just shows the more that the deeper you go down the rabbit hole. You know, the the more you want to acquire, the more you want to hold on to and really why we're all here. And that's why number go up is such a powerful thing.
0: And yeah, I'm excited. It's great. Awesome, man. Awesome. I love it. All right. Well, let's round up this topic. There's so many interesting metrics that you can track. And and again, those, those huddle waves are really cool, but a, a lot of the stuff Alex mentioned, it's so unique to a money to be able to even be aware of those things uh and and this is part of again fix the money fix the world if you know how it functions you can more better you can better calculate and decide on your economic action um so with that we're going to give it a rotation and uh and we'll we'll give it back to uh brady here uh, all right let's go we figured yeah, this will- out I believe uh, I've got something here. Do you want me to pull it up now so that I can uh, give it a share? Well,
1: okay. Uh, We've been working on this really hard. Uh, This is not yet published on the web, but will be very, 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 very soon. Uh, It is the full schedule for the hard money stage and the swan dome at Pacific Bitcoin. And I thought it would be amazing to debut it on then show as Ben is such a big part of the Swan Dome. Um, So I'd love to take a look at it and maybe talk about it for a little bit. And then hear uh, one session that stood out to each of you and why. All right. Pop quiz.
0: Okay. All right. So I'll I'll pull it up here and maybe you can walk us through. Tell me if I need to scroll what you want to focus on. Yeah.
1: Scroll down to where it says, maybe we can get it all. Yeah, right there. That's good. Uh, and we can't get it all in anyway. okay, so let's just have the header on there
0: here, I can paper. I can uh, yeah. here's here's what I'll do. I'll just uh, how's that?
1: Yeah, I think I can still read that with my increasingly ancient eyes. Yeah there we go. <laughs> full screened. It. now uh, okay, so here we go uh, day one this is the the hard money stage uh, and we will be kicking off uh, with Corey Clipston, of course, who's got uh, some new. Something he's been writing lately to talk about uh, the race versus the war. And I think it's going to be a really nice little talk to kick things off. We're doing these uh, four panels called the Bitcoin Time Machine. And this one here, the first one is 1982. And you'll see down below at the bottom here, we're doing 1992. And over on the other side, on the second day, 2002 and 2012. So the broader, this is a long, this is like a, you know, long time preference uh, project that we're working on here. So every Pacific Bitcoin for 10 years, we're going to do four of these panels. We're going to go back 10 years. So by the end of this decade, a little, you know, I guess into the, into the 2030s a little bit by the, by then we'll have 10, uh, 40 years, sorry, 40 years worth of historical context around Bitcoin from 1982. When like David Chalm was doing his thing, and the cyberpunks in the 90s all the way up to the 2030s. So uh, up through the 2020s. Cool project. I'm excited about it. Tomer Strolight is uh, hosting every panel. He's working to put together all the questions and stuff. It's going to be really cool, I think. a little Something a little different. Uh, and then if you just go through, we've got you know just kind of the biggest names in the space. Um, talking. We're doing a fireside chat with Alex Ep- Epstein. Bitcoin is Freedom. Uh, we've got all your models are destroyed for the macro types. You like to watch the charts a little closer than than others. Uh, we got some mining stuff for you. Um, we have uh, a, a presentation from John Glover, who's at Ledin, actually, uh, and he's really excited about this. I've seen the deck; it looks really good. I think it's going to be a really fun talk nice. about um, about the services that you know that Leadin provides. It's going to be broader than that, but I think it's going to be really good. Um, and then, of course, we finish the day. With Michelle Phan, who is a YouTube star, uh, incredibly successful businesswoman, super sharp. She loves Bitcoin. Uh, that's gonna be cool. And then Bitcoin Not Shitcoin with Alan Farrington, Jan Pritzker, and Lynn Alden. That's gonna be fire. <laughs> uh, so, second day on the main stage, uh, we're gonna come in, we're gonna play Bitcoin's generational wealth, which needs to be added to this uh, PDF. But after Bitcoin's generational wealth, I'm gonna do just a five minute uh, like Dawn of the Bitcoin Renaissance hype. <laughs> and then uh, we're gonna get into it. Uh, we've got Breed Love on a fireside that day. We've got uh, some lightning stuff, as you can see there, some more mining stuff. Um, thriving during the Great Monetary Reset should be pretty great with Mark Moss, uh, Dr. Jeff, and Louis Liu. Um, and then uh, this, this might be the, the most fun Bitcoin time machine at 2012 with D- Dustin Trammell, who may have uh, what was probably the third node on the Bitcoin network after Hal. Nice. Uh, Alan Farrington and Pete Rizzo. And then we close out with a bang on the main stage, a fireside chat with Lynn Alden hosted by Preston Pish, and a fireside chat with Michael Saylor hosted by Corey Clipston. And then we go, the DJ lets loose and uh, you grab yourself a drink and uh, we, we, we close the day. So if you go down to the next, this is the Swan Dome. Swan Dome is a, uh, you know, focused on the Bitcoin community. It's, it's, it's for Bitcoiners. So it's going to have some, we have some really fun stuff uh some deeper dives, some things that you know, uh, these longer term longer time Bitcoiners might want to spend some time over here. Um because they've heard everything that all of those guys on the main stage have to say. <laughs> <laughs> they've for had Michael Saylor in the ear for hours.
0: seventeen thousand hours. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So um We've got a Plebnet panel, uh, open source panel, uh, with our own Pablo Fernandez and Moritz, who just joined us from the Spectre team, uh, and Keith is a genius. Uh, MemeWork makes the dream work with American Hado, Lynn Alden, and Neil Jacobs. Um, a home mining focused panel, kind of a do-it-yourself mining focused panel called Back to Basics. Uh, thank God for Bitcoin will be there, and then we'll be we'll have the Bitcoin, the Pacific Bitcoin pitch competition, six. Uh, seed or pre-seed stage companies will be uh, pitching to some VCs and the winner gets to present on the main stage the following day. And then Tip. Everybody knows Tip, right? At least everybody here knows Tip yes. on Bitcoin Twitter with, their, with their awesome like music videos and stuff. Tip is
0: incredible. I've got to say, like one of the most unique Bitcoin content creators out there.
1: Absolutely. A thousand percent. She's going to come and debut something for us. Uh, in the swan dome then we have toxic happy hour live we have simply bitcoin live and then we will be regaling the entire outside portion of the conference with sea shanties bitcoin sea shanties uh, to end the day and just like carry that energy into the happy hours and, and beers and dinners that we'll be following shortly after that um and then uh i've got to mention i haven't mentioned this yet every or uh, both of these mornings cafe bitcoin will be uh, live from nine to ten before the stage activity starts. So Cafe Bitcoin will be there. If you want to show up early, grab a coffee, sit down, hang out with Alex and his crew. They're going to be doing Cafe Bitcoin from the venue uh, both mornings. Uh, then we do a Lightning security, Bitcoin and privacy, zero to multisig. Um, so we're getting into those topics that are near and dear to the longtime Bitcoiners. Um, we have a Bitcoiner speed dating. Okay, this was fun. This this one was my idea, and I'm glad that we that, that we kept this in here, but. This is going to be camilla Campton hosting this panel and she's going to do 10 minutes with each of these bitcoiners and ask them no bitcoin related questions or at least no bitcoin questions <laughs> i'm sure we'll relate probably every question back to bitcoin, yeah. so that's what we do. but uh uh we're trying to avoid that and try to learn some fun things about these people so it's like for first date type questions then we have uh, pacific bitcoin trivia. With uh, the crypto couple, Carla and Walker, they're hosting that, putting it together, and it's going to be a hilarious and fun time. There are uh, prizes for 2023, uh, Pacific Bitcoin tickets uh, for the winners of that. Then we uh, we have a hackathon happening the day before on Wednesday. So we'll be announcing the winner uh, in the swan Dome. We have a stack chain panel, and then we have a live Why Are We Bullish at 420.
0: Very <laughs> excellent choice of time thank you uh <laughs> this, this is gonna be all- i'm very excited for a, a, a lot of this stuff um and i a, a lot of it i'm just you know i've seen a good chunk of it but uh but a, a few of these things i are are new to my eyes so i'm very happy to see it now there was a comment here um from fud lord he said i didn't see uh somebody we other- made
4: a huge mistake
0: i didn't <laughs> Big boy on the schedule. I think he that was an error scheduling um, uh, might I'm sure he's closing he, out the conference. Big he, mistake. He
1: didn't, didn't quite make it through our uh, our process, but he got close. Maybe next year. Maybe yeah. Next year, big boy. We'll,
0: we'll see. We'll see. The, <laughs> the vetting was
3: really, really tough. It was really yeah.
1: hard. It, it was really mean, tough.
0: Yeah, it, it came it was, down
1: to it. I mean, I just you know, I had to take Alex Gladstein over Big Boy.
0: Yeah. So. You know. Well, you know, it's tough decisions, man. You got <laughs> <laughs> to really trim it down. So only a couple days. Do um, what's
3: best for Bitcoin and
0: yeah, Bitcoiners. Yeah. Can I? Okay. So I'll, I'll. some of the stuff that caught my eye, I'll, I'll have to pick one. I know there's so many, but, um, you know, I love, <laughs> I'm kind of intrigued by the Bitcoiner speed dating. I think that'll be kind of. I think that'll be hilarious, especially if, when you get Carla and Walker up there. Um, I think that's going to be a pretty unique yeah, thing to be a part of. So uh, I yeah, I
1: agree. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that's 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 catching my eye. I think the and the other one that really caught my eye because I I miss him dearly on Twitter is American HODL with his meme work makes dream work. Yeah, with American HODL alongside yes neil jacobs but like lynn has been fucking savage on twitter uh here and there so like she doesn't
1: uh, really she doesn't really make them but she is an just artiste at yes. applying them and oh using yeah them just yeah like, so uh, like
0: just- uh, to lynn flanking Hoddle, i think that's oh, gonna oh. be like a a crazy yeah that's that's gonna be a good time so anyways that's what stood out to me i don't know about about you guys what uh What was kind of on your radar? I'll zoom in a little bit here, but there's a lot. I don't know, like Alex, what what are you excited about?
3: All right, so not gonna lie, I'm a little partial to those Cafe Bitcoin crew guys. I think they're (laughs) fucking awesome. But aside from that, I'm looking forward to Sailor. I mean, there's so many. How do you pick? Um, I do also agree that that Bitcoin or speed dating thing is going to be awesome super looking forward to that great idea brady like i'm laughing already i can't even imagine how, how off the hook that sessions gonna be so and then just everything you know i like how how we've got it separated into swan dome and main stage where swan dome is more focused like deep dive let's drill down on some stuff yeah um i think that's great because you have two different kind of people, two different kind of Bitcoiners. You've got the Bitcoiners who've been around for a while and they're like, take me deeper, show me something I don't know, help me learn. And yeah. then you've got the others who are new and, and those guys are going to be like, okay, what is this all about? So it all looks fantastic. I'm super stoked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Again, it's very unique to where you're at in your journey. Like the main stage is like the, the big speakers and the t- tell me kind of why, you know why bitcoin whereas the, the the swan dome is you know why it's more how bitcoin and like bitcoin culture i'd say yes. is kind of the feel a thousand, thousand keeps, percent man i was yeah. gonna thousand, say brady yeah. keeps
4: calling the swan dome, like the bitcoin twitter equivalent <laughs> at the event and i think that's a really good analogy <laughs> that's what it was
1: in its original form in its original form at bitcoin 2021 you know There's- that's what it was it was the gathering place for the bitcoiners it was you know the kind of really pure bitcoin culture and signal there yeah and that's what we wanted to recreate so i think i got i got, this- I got-
0: I, sorry to interject. Yeah, trading, it's all good. These comments are too good. I, guess. I was just reading the comments. I was like, oh my God, this is hilarious. You Bitcoin don't... speed dating. How do you expect people with the lowest time preference on the planet in- <laughs> <Just> to <touch everything laughs> expect great results? That's why
3: it's going to be funny. One of Bump That's notes.
0: And then, and then, yeah, Robert, one of Bump notes. Oh, note? man. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yes. Yeah, this is what I was hoping for. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fantastic. What about, I don't know, like Kristen, what what stands out to you? What are you excited for? What do you what are you looking? Oh my for?
4: gosh, I'm excited for all of it, and we all know I'm not the most technically savvy gal, but I will say I'm excited about the plebnet talk. Um, yes. I'm friends with Ellen and Jennifer. Um, I'm still trying to learn about lightning. My husband and I have a couple of channels that we can't seem to get anything to flow through. So I'm hoping we can sort that out and learn while we're in town and just happy to see them on stage sharing. They're both that whole panel is just amazing. Um, on there as well, of course. And so I think that's just going to be amazing and lots of learning, um and then the meme one i'm with you like american hodl i he got me through the last bear market on twitter you know really just yelling at all of us to suck (laughs) it up and stack harder (laughs) and um i owe you know having uh, not that i have the most bitcoin in the world for sure but i have more than i would have had he not been on twitter just harassing us all so i have a real sweet spot in my heart. And um, Neil and Lynn, of course, just always slaying it and just knowing the power that humor and sharp words can really have to um, to motivate us as Bitcoiners and to grow the community. I'm definitely down for that. And then, you know, I know Sailor talks a lot in a lot of places, but man, I think there's just almost nobody better. So I will be in the room for sure to see him close the show out for sure. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: I'll, I'll toss it to John here. Any Anything standing out to you that you're particularly looking forward to? I mean, absolutely. This is going to be just
2: it, it's going to be historic. Uh, uh, truly historic. And But for me, I really do kind of gravitate towards uh, maybe it's I've always been kind of a deep thinker. I've always been sort of questioning existence. You know, what what the fuck we're doing here? Oh, sorry. Can I cuss? You
0: can the say whatever fuck you want, man. <laughs> All right, cool.
4: <laughs> you know, it's live, and- John, it's live. It already it's live. It's too late. <laughs> hey. All right.
2: Uh, what about shit, piss? Con- no, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Ain't no censorship here, bitch. <laughs> George Carlin coming out. So I, you know, especially um, when when it comes to so the panel of the answer to life the universe and everything uh it really warms title and especially eric Kaysen, tomer brandon um you know brady you guys all all four of you guys of those names were very formative in my uh initial kind of Conceptualization of Bitcoin and and fitting it into um, into the story of reality and and, and our current um, existential crisis that we're having in Western civilization and so I see that as a very like you know something I'm definitely gonna mark on the calendar I want to be there and hear what these guys have to say because like yeah Bitcoin is a internet this crazy internet money and, and a digital protocol. And it has all these very technical aspects to it uh, that, that are an integral part of what it is, but it does have tremendous spiritual implications. And those are the kinds of questions that personally kind of (laughs) interested
0: in. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's yeah. That's you've, you've swayed me on that one too. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm like, Oh, that's, that's a pretty solid group there. Yeah, um, Tomer in particular, I love I love uh seeing anything and and listening to anything that he's uh, uh really put his mind to and uh he's such a unique voice in the space. So, uh yeah. I love hearing from him. I mean,
1: I have to say, you know, since I was kind of heading up putting the schedule together, I got to pick one. This is the <laughs> one I picked to moderate.
0: <laughs> so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Good yes, choice.
2: Uh, Good choice. It's fantastic. like the shamans. They're the shamans of the Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I love the cosmic Bitcoin talks because it's like it, it 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 gets to a place where you kind of all of the kind of barriers that you usually put up around the way you typically talk about things, they just kind of get thrown out the window and you get down to more of a broader again no better word for it than cosmic uh mindset for those types of conversations and i love those because they're fun and experimental and it's okay to to say something that's that's maybe kind of out there that's fine because it's just thought experiments in in why are we here and what are we doing
4: (laughs) and why are we bullish
0: Yes, and why are people? <laughs> I don't know if my my panel will be as deep as mm. this one. <laughs> Maybe not. It <laughs> be a little bit more service level. <laughs> I mean, this is, but, this yeah. is one of, if not
1: the best named Bitcoin podcast, or at least Bitcoin show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> be. Yeah, I, I was pretty stoked when when I was like, yeah, I should just ask that question every time, and then it went well. <laughs> <laughs> great format great idea. so yeah i'm pretty stoked about that um yeah all right so really, i'm I'm super glad that we got to debut that uh that walkthrough of what's going on in la i'm now even more excited for it so uh i appreciate it man thanks thanks for bringing that here
1: hey look i came here without a reason that i was bullish because you know i just five o'clock came around i was like i gotta come up with the reason i'm bullish uh and i was like oh well jasmine just made this awesome pdf of the schedule so let's go <laughs> and no one has it's seen it, it. Th- that it was the
4: first peak. sneak peek yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that awesome, well that's man. that's amazing man i'm i'm stoked about it um i know that uh brady i think you might be tight on time because you have other are, are you are you uh
1: i uh I've got some more time. All right. Leave. I'll just, I, I got to leave when my wife gets home because we're heading out the door, but she's not here yet. So all right. I'll all stay right. until I'll, she is. I'll all close right. the laptop. So <laughs> we,
0: we can keep it rolling. We've got two more reasons to go. If, uh, if, if something comes out, then uh, if she gets home, then just uh, let us know, wow. but we'll just, we'll just wow. keep wow. it rolling, man. Um, let's yeah. Let's, let's rotate. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to toss it to, I'm going to go John first and then we'll, we'll wrap it with Kristen. Uh, if that's okay by you guys. Uh, so John, I'm going to toss it to you and just simple question. Why are you bullish, man? Absolutely. I have a crow friend
2: behind me. (laughs) Crickets or crows. (laughs) It goes
0: with the, it goes with the
3: pirate. It goes with the pirate. Alex, we
4: need to get some sound effects going here.
2: Yeah. So as I think about it, um, to me it really comes down to the what i what has been spoken of is like the bitcoin social layer and i alluded it alluded to it earlier um but to me i see it as this conce- this concept of like yeah bitcoin it exists in the digital realm it's a it's a computer software and um and it's there it, it's working it's connected to reality uh but in order for Bitcoin to have value, humans need to interact with it, right? So we are, up in in a very real sense, a part of the Bitcoin network um, just by this the very fact that we use it. It we brought it to existence as humans, and um, and the reason why it's perpetuating the reason why the network is growing and existing, and reason why it can have confidence in its growth in the future is because people are using it and people are using it to connect to each other on on a value um basis using using it to store their value using it to move value across time move value to other people um and so you know and it's to to, for us is we're trying to grapple with what what exactly that is obviously it's money it's what it's it's replacing the things it's it's becoming the better money that we're able to use for all those things so it kind of it that makes me think about how like in any civilization i really think that money is the most spiritual part of that civilization because it's the thing that connects everyone together on a value level and values are truly expressed from our soul it's like our will being expressed into the world because we're choosing one thing over another we're making that value judgment um so it's the integral part of our society and i and the fact that the thing that we're using as money right now is so corrupt and able to be manipulated, and able to be uh, used to oppress in, individuals, and also isolate and, and cancel individuals and entities that are not serving the the agenda of you know of whatever powers it be, uh, and you know even even our swan got just got canceled off of. Citibank. um one day ago you know so this stuff is really real it has very strong implications on the way that we operate in society and and the fact that we have bitcoin as a refuge as something that exists outside of anyone's control um that ever that thousands of people are working on every day to make to improve and um they're incentivized to do it for their own you know their own personal betterment their own financial improvement (laughs) um and it's it's just an absolutely beautiful thing so that that is why i'm bullish and especially um you know just to bring up pacific bitcoin as an example of how that social network is able to advance Um, it's a way that we're able to come together and build Relationships with each other that go deeper, that go beyond like the, that that two dimensional um, digital interaction, where we can sit, sit across from each other, look in each other's eyes, and have a real conversation. And uh, that, to me, that's the the best way to build any kind of friendship and and trust. Like the the amount of uh, the, the the amount that you're able to accomplish through that process is actually increased, as uh, I'm sure Brady and Jan and Corey experienced just coming together in person for the first time. Like so, uh, you know, the the ideation and and everything we're going to experience at at Swan is going to benefit greatly as a result of that.
0: So, I I love that man. I think great. it's. It's there's a few points that you you touched on that I I was jotting notes because you're there's a lot there that I wanted to kind of like hone in on but so you were talking about how how money is is basically a conduit that reflects our values mm-hmm. or or you know another way of putting it a, a way in which we choose to allocate the fruits of our labor so like where do where do we like all of the hard work that we do every day, where do we then allocate that? Like the fruits of our labor, where does that flow to? And a a functioning money will accurately represent that. Mm. A broken money, like fiat is a perversion of the values of the group. Mm -hmm. And it changes into the values of the few. And this is where you see this division of society, right? You see this fracturing of society because people's values aren't being accurately represented. They're being interpreted by those that are at the money spigot and then further interpreted by those closest to the money spigot. So it's, it's instead of trickle down economics, it's trickle down values. Mm. It's crazy watching the division has never been more divisive because we've never seen a perversion of our money, a reflection of our values more extreme than we have now, especially, well, I mean, in particular in in, in Western cultures, it hasn't happened. And you're talking about our connection with each other is represented through this. Well, a perversion of that results in a disconnection. Um, And and so with that, our will, again, our will for what we wish to, uh, where we wish to channel the fruits of our labor becomes their will, the few, Mm -hmm. the few that Mm -hmm. get to choose what happens with our money. So like, I think it was very apt. It was very on point. It, it it encapsulates everything that's wrong with the world and fix the money, fix the world, my friend.
2: Absolutely. Like, especially when you think about the price signal component of it, where you have people are making those value judgments based on the pricing that they see, In the world, and that pricing is directly related to the monetary supply. It's directly related to who's getting what money at what time. It's it's truly like corrosive, and I see it as demonic. Honestly, it's it's that evil force. If you're gonna define evil as the force that believes its knowledge to be complete, then that is uh, that's pretty much the. that's that's the example of it. It's it's pervading um, every part of our every aspect of our lives. Like what aspect of our lives is not affected by money?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. Um, I'll I'll open it up uh, whether it be Alex, Kristen, or Brady. Maybe maybe Brady, be just because we don't know how long we have you for, but I might toss it to you. Like, do you have any initial thoughts as to the topic at hand? What John was talking about, or money, or connection to it?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot there. This is one of those kickoff like a conversation kickoffs that, you know, you start at 10 o'clock at the bar and then it's all of a sudden 2 a.m. Um, I have a lot of thoughts. First of all, I love to see John just, I mean, I, you know, you're just growing in my opinion. I mean, maybe it's just because I didn't know you well enough, but and I've gotten to know you better, but, um, I, this this sort of vision that you have of like bringing Bitcoiners together in real life and how important that is and you're really pushing that and you're developing really good like arguments and reasons for it and it's just cool to watch. That's all, mm-hmm. I, that's all I wanted to say there. But um, m- money is a foundation of civilization. Um, you know, it's like right up there with like, you know, the the most important human emotions like love and hate and greed and all that stuff. So it's almost... It's, it's, it's that powerful because it plays on all of those emotions. And when we, this is why we say fix the money, fix the world, which, you know, Ben brought up earlier and it's, it sounds absolutely utopian and, and massive exaggeration, uh, you know, which it is a little bit, but all slogans are, this thing is, this is like, it's fundamentally accurate and true, I think. Because it is such a fundamental layer of civilization. So if you have a corrupt money, and if you have a money with incentives that include profligate spending and just kind of you know this uh, rich get richer. I mean, you know, this is one I've been thinking about this for a long time too. Is is the progressive bitcoiner? And you know Peter is getting Peter McCormick is getting a bunch of shit about having progressive bitcoiners on his podcast and that he's a status cuck and all of that. Which whatever, like, it angers me. We need to talk to everybody. OK, we need to talk to everybody, mm-hmm. especially progressives, political progressives who are down with Bitcoin <laughs> and shaming them because they because, they, you know, you don't agree with the way that the government should be run or if it should even exist um, is, is not the way to go the 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 way that we can or one way that we can pro- progress Bitcoin faster is to embrace everybody who has taken the time to learn and understand it and believes that is an important force for.
4: Oops,
0: we you lost got it. muted. Brady got so fucking if bullish we, that he if smashed, shun- he smashed his mute. Yeah,
4: brain. I know. Just like
1: <laughs> if we shun those people. If we shun those people because of our legacy political beliefs, yeah, we will not or we will grow this thing less fast and even, even more risky. We will create a red versus blue political divide Mm -hmm. and that will slow things down like crazy. Okay. We absolutely desperately need advocates for Bitcoin on the blue side of the aisle in this country and in every country, but especially the United States. And if we continue to push them away and call them status cucks, And we don't need you. We're building a new world without you. We have our own money and we're going to have, we're going to rebuild everything from the ground up. Fine. That's great. Like more power to you. But in the meantime, you're causing a lot of problems, you know, like potentially for the, for, for this, you know, world changing technology. We need to embrace everyone. We need to talk to everyone. We need to be patient with people. This is, this thing is unintuitive and it goes Mm -hmm. against the idea that, I live in a country where I have a say, I have my vote matters. Um, I can you know, help kind of control the direction, the moral direction of this country. Uh, and that can be the case or it could not be the case, but it's, it, it doesn't matter because it's the reality. So we, we live in a country with a big government And we need to figure out a way, which is what Bitcoin Policy Institute is doing and and, and others are doing, to educate the people who are making the decisions about the laws in this country. And if we get into an entrenched battle and this thing becomes, you know, uh, just completely politicized, we're going to delay things. We are. So we do need to support progressive Bitcoiners and we need to support the Bitcoin Policy Institute and other efforts like that because they know what they're doing. Those guys have been around Washington for a long time and they know how to talk to legislators uh and and they're doing good work they're doing the work to educate them mm-hmm. so we should fund them and we should celebrate them and we should also celebrate progressive bitcoiners on podcasts um i don't know where i started but that's where i ended and,
0: and... <laughs> there we I, go <laughs> I, I like the sentiment i think it's interesting because i think i i mean Regardless of where you sit on Bitcoin, um, you you have an ideal of of like an outcome you would you would like to see, right? You you so sit, you say, okay, well, I would like to see this is kind of my vision for the world. This is what I hope happens. And a lot of people on you know various parts of the political spectrum, or just like off the political spectrum entirely have have zeroed in on, on bitcoin as the solution to get to that final vision if you think bitcoin creates that final vision for you it doesn't fucking matter if the other person thinks it creates their own vision and you think that they're going to be wrong it doesn't matter sure encourage them oh you think bitcoin will do this for you wonderful i think it will do the opposite but we both see Bitcoin as the solution to our problem. So exactly, you know, exactly,
1: (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Like, let's, I mean, that's a beautiful thing. And that's what John was talking about. Like you can, yeah, it's like, identify with Bitcoiners, but yeah, go ahead, John. Sorry.
2: Oh, sorry. No, I was just saying like the log, the divine logos is, is like the word seeking truth. So dialogue, the thing, the kinds of things, we're doing on the podcast the, the the conversations that we're having on twitter um that's uh that's to me a whole a very holy process because it it's that truth finding mechanism that that we need we need that like we need to put some put an idea out there and have it critiqued um by others and then and then reconcile with that in our minds and then have that conversation and that's how truth is
0: Absolutely, I I totally agree with that. I I want to get uh, I, Kristen and The Alex birds in.
2: are here. Oh, sorry. Yolo, <laughs> had a, Yolo had a comment. I just had shout uh, out that yeah, I know they're listening. That's they they knew it was my turn, and
0: you know, you guys know that birds aren't real, right? That's yeah <laughs> he also mm-hmm. wanted to know if that dog barking was labra uh <laughs> labra in the background yeah <laughs> um i do want to get alex and kristen's thoughts on on the topic at hand like he, kind of like the overarching money as a reflection of our values and like again t- tying into what brady kind of let us down from that line of thought of bitcoiners having different ideas of of how the world functions and how they'd like to see the world come, come to come to pass over, over time. Um, what's, what's your take on that? Like what, what is your take on on the different viewpoints of, of Bitcoiners? Obviously there's lots of them. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I mean the one thing, and this is, I don't know, if this is exactly on point, but what was coming to mind when John was talking and, and again, when Brady was, was this idea that I'm always fascinated by about Bitcoiners is how we have these, we have certain values that are shared and then that stops. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then we get all different values beyond that. And that's the beauty of Bitcoin. And I have uh, personally expanded the diversity of my friendships because of Bitcoin. And I don't mean in race or gender, but I mean in, Um, especially political beliefs and things like that. And so it's one of the, to me, one of the most interesting things about the Bitcoin community right now. And I'm sure at a certain point, it won't matter if we succeed, right? It'll, like Brady said, it'll just be everyone. But right now you can still really palpably feel those differences. What I really have enjoyed about true, true blue Bitcoiners is their ability to argue and hash things out on Twitter, in person, whatever it is on their differing opinions, but kind of leave it at that. Um, you know, some of you, if you follow me on Twitter you probably don't because i don't have that many followers (laughs) you should follow um, her
0: by the way all of their twitter (laughs) handles are down below and you should follow every single person here
4: (laughs) um but you you may or may not know that last year i went through a cancer experience and went through chemotherapy and surgery and radiation and there were bitcoiners Who I argued with tooth and nail about things previously, about usually something to do with politics or COVID or whatever the thing was, who were then DMing me, I'm praying for you. My family's praying for you. Uh, What do you need? Can I share some resources with you? And this isn't one person, like I'm literally going to try to not cry right now, but just so many people that I knew who were Bitcoin Twitter friends, people I didn't know. And I've seen that time and time again, not just for me, but for, you know, anybody in the community. And so, you know, when John was talking about that social connection that we have, and when Brady was talking about the importance of, you know, making room for everyone, you know, my thoughts were going to that, that we don't always, you know, do that well as a community, but I feel like actually better than most, we are willing to really argue tooth and nail for the things we believe in, and then just let that argument be what it is and not carry it over into like you know absurdity and really be there for the bigger things um together and to support each other beyond our differences and i actually think it's one of the most beautiful parts of the community
0: yeah uh, yeah absolutely echo that i think um you know bitcoiners are good at arguing um <laughs> i think it's everybody wants to not trust but verify everybody sees things a certain way and i think it's what you're seeing is not it's it's it it's interpreted as toxicity but actually i i think it's it's a way of in a new kind of like hard money standard where the 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 base of of society is actually rooted in reality. It's trying to hold everybody to that extreme standard of being truthful and and trying to like actually get the truth out of every single little thing. And with that comes conflict. But at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, when you know when when somebody's in a hard spot, when somebody needs help, when somebody is just going through a rough time, um, I th- I think bitcoiners are pro humanity they're pro people they're they're pro community and and you see that in the end and and regardless of um you know past disagreements uh i think the good people shine through and and they they come into the fray and they're willing to lend a helping hand so yeah i love to i love to see it (laughs) i'll uh Yeah, well, that, I again that's it's good to hear, Kristen. That uh, and how are you, by the way? Are you
4: I am healthy? Look, I'm getting my hair back, it's all coming together. <laughs>
0: I love, I love to hear <laughs> it. You. Um, yeah, well, yeah,
1: by the way, I didn't tell you earlier today on our like two meetings that we run or whatever. Yeah, uh, that was Thursday, but your
4: hair looks amazing. Oh, thank you! <laughs> I love it. It's getting it snazzy, you know, yeah. in time
0: for the conference.
4: <laughs> and, and,
0: and speaking of hair that looks amazing, let's oh, jump the to best Alex hair and and as on the legit. topic at
3: hand, this is what we call this is what we call high speed low drag. <laughs> There's so much to unpack here, guys. Uh, to what Brady was saying earlier, that thing about be nicer to progressives. I hear you, brother. I'm taking it to heart. I'll do my best. Mm. Um
0: uh, to, to
3: what we'll try. Was, I'm 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 man, I've grown a lot over the last year or two. Um with Ben, he said trickle down is a form um of you know that whole thing. It occurred to me that it that's actually a little bit of a form of gaslighting because it's the opposite of that. It's not trickle down, it's triple up with fiat. That's that's vacuuming up all the time and the energy and the value and the wealth of the masses and it's funneling it up to a very small group of people. I'm not going to get any deeper than that, but that's why we Bitcoin. Um, the next thing is something that John said about um, D Bank Swan. I want all of you to know who are Swan customers or thinking about becoming Swan customers. Don't sweat that. That has nothing to do no. with our ability to help you and uh, you transact no. and all that other kind of stuff. And Corey Clipson is the CEO of Swan. He's already on the warpath. He's already got three interviews lined up with main street media. This is not going to go down <laughs> as simply. And as well as they think mm-hmm. that's going to go. Finally, you, you don't
1: debank Swan. You Gashay don't debank Bank Swan without a, no. without a little bit of PR trouble.
3: No, <laughs> no, we have an amazing PR firm. Uh, Mel- I think it's called Melrose. They're, they're yes. fantastic. Look out because you know, when Corey gets on, on something, he, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good. Um,
2: Perhaps I should have chosen a different example. (laughs) (laughs) Well, John
3: was saying that- forgot that wasn't public
2: knowledge. (laughs)
3: We're we're all connected by the money, I agree. So I feel like Bitcoin is kind of like a central nervous system. We're all like little nodes on that, and it's forming sort of one consciousness. And then finally, to what Christian was saying, like, you know, SWAN is a great example, microcosm of what Bitcoin is, because we have the full spectrum of political leanings at SWAN. Um, we have people who are very on one side and people who are very on the other. But the amazing thing is, is at the end of the day, the mission is far more important than any of that nonsense. So
0: yeah, Absolutely. let's go.
4: LFG. Oh,
1: wow. I mean, exactly. Bitcoin Bitcoin can be a unifying force, politically speaking. Like This could be a purple issue. And it should be. And it will be by just like the natural course of Bitcoin's evolution over time but we can make it happen quicker that's all i'm saying everyone we can come together as bitcoiners no matter your political past or whatever and say this is a single issue vote because i think this is what will make the most impact for the positive on this country and the world and just come together and vote vote for
4: bitcoiners yeah. I'll tell you what, it's not, it's not a yellow issue. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> don't don't get in front shout of shout out to yellow. Don't That's get in the front Bitcoin of an train. unstoppable freight train. <laughs> Even the freight trains are on board.
0: It's coming. Um, I gotta give a shout out to yellow because I don't know if you guys have noticed, but he's been doing don't stop believing on Twitter spaces every day. Yes. Yeah. For- for like a year.
4: Yes. It <laughs> yeah. is the greatest. I can't always join, but it always warms my heart to see it, it on Twitter.
0: It has changed the song for me. Um, I, I already liked it. Um, Glee ruined it a little. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but Yellow brought it back. Yellow brought it back. So I love uh, thank you, Yellow, for, for fixing the song for me. I appreciate you. Um, and again... Uh, and uh, he's always in the chat, but I, I gotta give another tip of my hat. Uh, he was awesome. I went to Athens and I actually met him in person. Oh. He was very cute. He was very fuzzy. He so jealous. He, he was very yellow, and uh, <laughs> and he gave me a ride on his motorcycle. So you ah. can make a mental picture of that. Um and you held
4: but, on to his little furry waist. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I I, I grabbed <laughs> on to a little bit of the fur on his back and just you know, and it was like it was a little toy mar- motorcycle. Oh. I barely fit on, but it was amazing. Uh so <laughs> I gotta give him a shout out. It was fantastic. I made a mock-up of it on Twitter. I think I edited together a uh, a picture of it. So, anyways, I'll I'll try and retweet that after the show, but nonetheless, I want to see um you. yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was a good one. Um Anyways, so let's, we'll we'll wrap that topic, John. uh, That was a fantastic topic. Thank you for bringing that. Um, Again, Bitcoin, I mean, our money is just a representation of our values and it's deeply connected with us. And when you break that connection, you break us. And that's what we're seeing. So um, with that, we're going to do our final rotation and we're going to jump to Kristen. And I would just have... Your simple question of the day, Kristen, why are you bullish?
4: I'm going to keep it short and sweet and focused. I am bullish on Bitcoiners, but specifically being Bitcoin only. I think if there was ever a year to spotlight the importance of Bitcoin only, this is it. Corey Clipston on Twitter has been savage this year, saving life savings for people from the Luna, from Celsius, he's got stacks of letters of people just saying thank you, thank you, thank you. And now we're uh, taking down Citibank. Now, yeah, <laughs> now we're just going to take down the banksters. Don't worry, we really don't it. Want to come back, <laughs> you? Uh, We just we just point Corey at the things we want to destroy and watch him go. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's just it really. Yes, like I was already Bitcoin only. Great, great, great. But there was just this was the year where it all sunk in so much deeper for me. It's why we as a company launched Pacific Bitcoin was to really um, create an environment where Bitcoiners could come together without the distractions and new people could come into the fold in a safe environment where they're not going to be misled, where they're not going to be, um, you know, have their money uh, get stolen or ponzied from them. And I, I'm just so excited, A, that, you know, Swan was created as a refuge really for Bitcoiners. I know when I, I came over to Swan as a customer before I conned them into hiring me and, <laughs> <laughs> um The the reason why was I wanted to get off Coinbase, right? Of all of us were looking for, like, hello, like, we we don't even want to be on Coinbase, but like, where else could we go? And the minute that Swan opened its doors, I went running in. I, of course, had already read Jan Pritzker's book, Inventing uh, Bitcoin, which is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite Bitcoin books. And so I came running over to Swan. And so You know, the whole ethos behind the company is being Bitcoin only. The whole ethos behind the event is Bitcoin only. And what I hope is that this is the year that more and more people really came to that um, came to that realization for themselves and that we all really stay committed to sharing that message with more people and protecting more people. By creating a Bitcoin-only world, ideally, is that possible? Is that day coming? Yes. And so, um, you know, for me, the first Bitcoin conference that I went to was in San Francisco in 2019. And I wandered around. I decided to go the night before. I told my husband, like, watch our kiddo. Grabbed a backpack, you know, hopped on a flight and was really nervous. If you don't know, I'm, like, pretty actually socially awkward and introverted. (laughs) So I was, like, wandering around like old lady by herself at a Bitcoin conference, Um, sat down and just chatted with as many people as I could and absolutely could not believe how uh, smart everybody was i know we all say that but it's like you just can't overestimate how fucking smart bitcoiners are mm-hmm. and it just didn't matter who i tapped and who i sat down with and there were some some young you know 20 somethings that i was sitting at a picnic table with and they were like when did you get in and well you know bitcoin went all the way down to three thousand how did you not sell and i was like have you met anybody at this conference, bro? Like, I don't know who you're talking to, but like, if you want to get bullish, if you want to get convicted, come to, look. it doesn't have to be the Pacific Bitcoin conference, but come to a live event or conference because you're going to create those friendships. You know, for me, that has now turned into getting to work in the community. My husband now works in the community Like you can become so much more deeply steeped with friendships, with support um, and with jobs or investors for your business. Like that's the magic that can happen when we come together. And I think the more of us that can do that in a Bitcoin only environment to protect the new people who are coming in. You know, that's what I'm really bullish about. I was absolutely just so impressed by what Corey single-handedly accomplished. And I know other people joined in, but just watching how hard he went to protect people. You know, if we can all keep doing that as a community, 10 years down the road, we will have made a really phenomenal impact, not just in our own lives, but in so many, that ripple effect is just honestly hard to calculate.
0: Yeah. Damn. That makes me so excited! I love right, it. I love it. Let's I love it. go there. Yeah, that's my girl. There's quality, quality, quality people out there. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna defer to everybody else to, uh, to dive in first. Maybe, um, again, uh, maybe I'll, I'll jump to Brady first. Do you, do you want to have anything to add to what uh, Kristen was saying there?
1: Uh, she said it perfectly, uh, and I just love Kristen's enthusiasm and energy um it's been a huge part of keeping me going this year to be honest um and she has put together this entire conference really i mean i I did the programming but she's led everything else which is a lot (laughs) a lot (laughs) uh so just massive props to Kristen. thank you she's a total baller total all-star um and I think you're, I think you're exactly, exactly right. I, I will just say real quick uh, that I was at uh, Bitcoin 2019 as well. Uh, and we probably passed Isn't each other crazy? at some point. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it it was what kicked off my career. Yeah. I went to a beefsteak on the top of Christian Carolus' house, CK from B- Bitcoin Magazine. Uh, his, his building had a roof on the top. We, we had a barbecue. It was like 40 people. So it was like a, t- a tiny little beefsteak. Which is great. Um, I met Max and Stacy there. I met Breedlove there. I met uh, Pierre and Bitstein and Odell and and Marty uh, and so many others. Um, And that event, that that, the rest of the week that I networked with all of those guys, ended up with you know eventually with me getting the opportunity to work on Swan from the early days, and uh, that's that's huge. So, you know, if you're on the fence. Like, especially if you're in the Southern California area, you don't have to get a flight in a hotel or something like this is a no brainer. It's going to be the the, the attendee list and the speaker list. I mean, it's just packed with people from the industry and you will be able to make a career for yourself with the contacts you make at that event. And likewise, with any Bitcoin event, that's what Chris was trying to say. But the the, the next one that's coming in two weeks is specific Goodcoin. So that's your opportunity. Uh, It's going to be a good one and it might. You know, just get you in, like, get you into the industry, change your career. I, like, am a bajillion times percent more satisfied with my job now than I was before Swan. So it's just really fulfilling to be on the mission 24-7. Yeah. Uh, that's right. You know, as right. Alex would say.
0: I, I got to echo what you said there. So you guys are talking about, again, twenty Bitcoin 2019. Um. Again, kind of like depths of bear market, although we were getting a spike at the time, but nobody who bought tickets for that event knew there was going to no. be a little spike in price on that weekend. Yeah. But yeah. Nonetheless, nonetheless, like the people that you met, like I think I, I met you, Brady, for the first yep. time there. You had little stickers yep. for your citizen Bitcoin podcast. Citizen Bitcoin, yep. That's right. Um, I met Guy Swan for the first time there. Yeah, at, the, at, I, that, <laughs> at that point, it was <laughs> crypto crypt economy
1: yeah the crypto economy i i uh the last minute guy and this is just like so him since i've gotten to know him um just he like messaged me the day before the conference like i'm coming i'm coming can i stay with you where are you staying i need a place to stay (laughs) so we had this tiny i had a friend with me to to go with me and we had this tiny little airbnb it was like one room and a bathroom but it was somewhere somewhat close to the venue and uh so he called this dude and got like a little cot and it was just completely packed that was about it. It was like a bed, a couch, and a cot, and so that was when I first hung out with Guy. It was just those two days, and like,
0: <laughs> it, it, <laughs> so great. Crazy. What a great dude! Yeah, it it was wild because it was the first time. It was also actually the first time I met Corey, and I don't think yeah. he remembers this, but he was there and he was he was talking to a lot of people, and Swan was like a twinkle in his eye. That's right. Um, he was doing it was, give,
1: it was give Bitcoin.
0: It was give Bitcoin. And so, sorry, my yeah. my camera's being crabby right now, but uh, I'll keep talking, anyways. Uh, so he he was asking different people's opinions on, like, uh, you know, what are you looking for? What do you need? Everything. And and this was definitely the first conference where um, there was a a, a prevalence of Bitcoin only sentiment. Um, there, you know, obviously yep. you're gonna you're gonna encounter some some shitcoinery going on, but like there there was a very focused like in terms of the the vast majority of people in attendance were very bitcoin only and and the conversation that i had with him it was him myself and and francis pouliot mm. all standing on the rooftop and cory was just you know just just tossing out questions about like you know what are you looking for what do you what do you want out of bitcoin he was talking about give bitcoin but he was just like trying to like take in as much information as possible so it was really cool to like see that moment to like where Swan is now. And there's plenty of other, again, like crazy meetings of people that have gone on to, to form their entire Bitcoin careers, just from interacting with people in, in person. And I think it, it can't be understated. Everybody's always like, I want to. I want to work in Bitcoin. I want to do something in Bitcoin. Get your ass out and meet other Bitcoiners. Seriously. This is how you do it. Yeah. Um, yeah.
4: Well, he was 100%. doing that, um, while Corey was wandering around that conference, I was wandering around doing the same thing, asking like, "Okay, marketing and live events." And people are like, mm, "Like, this is kind of it." <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and uh, I just interviewed as many people as I could, and one of the people I met is Kelly Weaver who owns Melrose PR, who does PR for Swan again, Mm. like that's a weird, these seeds that got planted, you know, three years, however many years ago, don't ask me to do math on a live stream, (laughs) (laughs) Um, come back. And so we see all the time at events, people come up to those of us who work at Swan and say like, how do I get a job at Swan? And it's like, you got to go out and build those connections and relationships, whether it's Swan or somewhere else. Um, You just have no idea the seed that you're going to plant that's going to blossom into something huge for you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to get John's thought on, on Kristen's topic as well um, before we start to kind of round out, but uh, yeah, John, your thoughts. Yeah. uh, I think so. One, one thing
2: that um, comes to mind is how like, yeah, we've been, we've been so focused on, Bitcoin only um, being the thing, and the, I think a lot of times we in in the Bitcoin community we get pretty pretty much we get a little bit ahead of ourselves because we realize Bitcoin is the thing; it is what works, it is what's best, and <laughs> it is the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Yellow yellow said something. I had to bring it up, but anyways, (laughs) continue.
3: I love you too, Yellow. Uh.
2: So, but, and and so in some of the conversations I've been having with Corey recently, he's kind of been talking about this idea of like, well, now, so now we've established that you know Bitcoin only is a thing. um, We also want to highlight the fact that Bitcoin is fucking cool, like it it's providing um, since it is that revolutionary technology that's bringing humanity to humanity it's also going to bring it's going to attract the highest quality of human civilization to it so uh, that's something that that I'm really excited about and you know especially around around this conference something that we're trying to Since L.A. is such a prime cultural hub, like it or not, for uh, Western civilization, like it's a very powerful opportunity that we have to bring Bitcoin into L.A. in a a very, you know, demonstrative way and and kind of be that city on a hill for for all of the all Western culture to see.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) couldn't have said it better the city on the hill um yeah it's uh again i i think it it sets high standards for people to rise to and it brings together kind of the best of the best and those that are maybe a little lost can still come to bitcoin and better themselves because of it god knows i have honestly Mm -hmm. like getting into this group of people. And again, like calling back to some of the perceived toxicity. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's people that are just assholes, but there's also people that just have a very high standard for truth and, Mm -hmm. and being accurate in, in what you say and what you do. Um, and I think that's a good thing. And, While there's disagreements about how to get to our goals, again, all of us have honed in on the same solution. And to call back on, on, again, some of the themes of this episode, we're all in the pursuit of truth. And Bitcoin is a truth mechanism. And even if we're wrong, I think at the end of the day, we want to know if we are and this is how we get there. So if all of us perceive Bitcoin as the solution to our perceived problems with the world, and this is the way through which we're getting there, we need to encourage people to continue to go down that path. And then at the end of the day, because Bitcoin is rooted in truth and reality and physics, it will show us the reality, and we will all be better for it. Well said,
4: man. Right. Oh, we need a group hug. <laughs> oh. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A couple
1: weeks, a couple
4: weeks.
0: Oh, we're yeah. so close. We're so close. Yeah. Well, guys, I'm going to, I'm going to start rounding out here. I think uh, that's a, that's a good, good way to kind of uh, finish up. Um, but what I like to do at the end of every episode is I like to do a, a quick round of uh, any final thoughts, anything you feel like you didn't get to say and a quick challenge. Uh, I will say, um, give a recommendation of something that has been helpful in your Bitcoin journey. And this can be literally anything. It could be a podcast, a book, a video, a movie, uh, an app, a, a, a device, something, some line of thought that you think people should dive into. It can be just anything that you think is of interest that can help Bitcoiners along their Bitcoin journey. So I'm going to start off to give you guys seconds to think, because I just told you about it right now. (laughs) Um, I got this. Yeah, but I'm uh, so final thoughts. I'm going to say I love, uh, first of all, I'm very excited for LA. I'm very excited to be once again in the company of Bitcoiners and I've been doing it so often that I can't picture not doing it anymore. Um, you get on again, like you, you, you get the last couple of years where maybe it's been more difficult for people to see each other. Granted a year in, I flew to Miami and chilled with like 20,000 people, <laughs> but none, but nonetheless, you know, you're more segregated, uh, the past couple of years than we previously have been. And, and now that I'm, I'm getting out to more stuff this past year, I've gone to more events than I have in my entire life. and, I wouldn't change a damn thing because every time I'm in the room with other Bitcoiners, it's like a family reunion with people I've never met. And that's the feeling you get it walking into any Bitcoin meetup. Even if you're the stranger, you're family Mm -hmm. and we need more of that. And if you haven't done it yet, I implore you to try whether it be Pacific Bitcoin or whether it be, your local Bitcoin meetup or whether it be there is no local Bitcoin meetup. So you start one and it's just you and some other dude hanging out for coffee or a beer. That's, that's how it starts. And that's how this thing builds. And that's how we convey our ideas and values and how we grow. Uh, so I would just encourage face-to-face in-person connection. It's a beautiful thing. Um, in terms of recommendations, Um, today I'm going to give a little shout out to a wallet that has gotten some, some cool updates in the last little bit. I've been meaning to cover some of those updates recently. I haven't quite gotten to it, but, uh, I did do a video on it, a a while back. It's called Lily wallet, L I L Y. And it's got a similar feel to something like specter or sparrow in that you can have like a hot wallet on your desktop but you can also import keys for not keys but import like your xpub for your cold card or your trezor or your ledger or whatever device you're dealing with and you can also combine them into multi-sig and they've added features for dealing with lightning as well um so it's really this kind of crazy all-encompassing thing there's still you know there's a few things missing there's a few bugs here and there but i think the interface is beautiful And as people contribute and, and again, submit maybe bug reports on, on the GitHub and everything, I think that this could be a really, really awesome contender to be up there with the likes of Sparrow Wallet and Spectre and all of that great stuff. So anyways, check out Lily Wallet, L-I-L-Y. If you encounter any troubles, just drop them a line and say, hey, you found a bug, but you know, it, it is a beautiful wallet and I hope to see it grow and continue to uh, maybe be catapulted into the 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 forefront as potential go to options. Um, so yeah, that's that's where I'll leave it. Um, Alex, I'll jump to you. Uh, final thoughts, recommendations.
3: Okay, so best recommendation right now, I think clearly, it's BTC Sessions. I mean, this guy has got a YouTube channel that he's done all of these amazing tutorials on everything. Like I I send clients to their Swan clients there all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would highly recommend that two other quick thoughts. Number one, reiterating what Brady was saying, Kristen is beautiful on the outside and the inside. She's an amazing asset to Swan. She does. She's like an army of one. The heavy lifting she's done to make uh, Pacific Bitcoin possible. I don't honestly. I don't know how she's done that. Thank God I don't have that job. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm gonna
4: come on this show like all the time. This is amazing. <laughs> the last, the
3: last thing, the last thing I'm gonna say is, is that if if you can get to an event like Pacific Bitcoin, it does something different. And that thing is, you can listen to podcasts, you can read articles, you can watch videos, but human beings are very sensitive to other humans' direct, immediate energy. And without getting too woo woo on you. When you get around a bunch of Bitcoiners, you can feel it.
4: Yes. yes.
3: You can feel it with the, hu- and if you're new, like sometimes people are like, well, I don't know anybody in Bitcoin and I'm afraid I'm going to be alone and not eat anybody. Meet anybody. Trust me, go. You will meet some of the kindest, most welcoming people you have ever met in your life. It's awesome.
0: So true. Absolutely. Love mm-hmm. to hear it. Um, we'll jump to Kristen. Any final thoughts, recommendations?
4: Uh, Well, I feel like I definitely want to say thank you for all of the kind words. Um, Yeah. Working with Alex, the likes of Alex and John and Brady at Swan. Absolutely amazing. And echoing what Alex just said, if you want to come to the conference and you're alone, like I said, I grabbed a backpack and flew out to San Francisco as a complete introvert, socially awkward human, and everybody was super welcoming. So just come. We're going to treat you like family. Don't sweat it. Um, Absolutely excited to see everybody in person and really connect on that deeper level and get recharged for uh, the next surge forward. That's what I'm looking forward to. A couple of resources. If you are brand new to Bitcoin, definitely go to swan.com. You can get a digital free copy of Jan Pritzker's Inventing Bitcoin. It is the book that I literally recommend to everybody. I have it highlighted. I like read little sections out loud to my husband to make sure I was understanding it. Like It is my little Bible of Bitcoin, and it's definitely the perfect place to start. And then definitely buy a real, or actually just come to the conference and get a copy and get it signed by him. But the digital copy, you can get right away for free. So I want to recommend that. And then for those of you who are a little um, more advanced, or you're starting to get into lightning, I just wanted to give a shout out to Amboss. Uh, My friend, Justifer has Amboss. It's a great resource for finding nodes and channels. And he, I think he's in the pitch competition. Am I right, Brady?
1: AmBoss is in the competition. He's yeah. also, Justin also on a lighting panel.
4: Yes. Yeah. So he's in the panel and the pitch competition, which i was so excited about. So I just wanted to give a quick shout out to AmBoss. Great resource for those of you um, looking to connect with nodes and channels and grow your lightning channel.
0: Awesome. I love it. Uh, I will say, um, I just kind of, lo- Oh yeah. About the book. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jan Prisker. Honestly, that's it's it's such a nice short concise read. There's something like and I read it when I felt like I knew Bitcoin pretty well, but there was one little nugget of information in there that like I sudden I step back and go, "Oh shit, that explained it so much better for me." <laughs> I understood uh, the difficulty adjustment and like the everybody always says, "Oh, they're solving difficult math problems mm-hmm. miners." Um, And that's definitely not the case, but his explanation of the difficulty adjustment and how it functions and how you're having to find a number under a certain value with a certain number of leading zeros, which to many listening right now will sound like Greek, but that finally cemented in like, oh, I get what's happening now. So there's, there's honestly, whenever you pick up a new Bitcoin book, there's always some great little tidbits of new information. So highly recommend. Yeah awesome uh john i'm gonna i'm gonna jump to you yellow also said that the crows took over the backyard and (laughs) said that the pirate is in trouble Um, he had had to retreat
1: he had to retreat to his quarters
0: and and i will say that earlier earlier in the show i just just had to get away from
2: their surveillance
0: (laughs) somebody somebody's earlier in the show said Why is this dude dressed as a pirate? (laughs) And I said, because he's a pirate. Because he's a pirate,
4: bro. (laughs) Yeah. We
1: we welcome pirates into the Bitcoin community. Come on.
4: Yeah. What do you have
2: against pirates, man? (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) He he was obviously trolling, but I personally identify
0: as a pirate. (laughs) Well, dude, I assume um, you're dressed as a pirate because
1: it's Halloween weekend. I think that's the obvious reason, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Am I right, Ready, You know oh, that oh, I right. just, just offended, offended every. Friday. Do you
1: have a side gig?
0: I've offended Yellow because I sound sounds like Greek, and he's Greek. What the fuck, Ben? So, so. <laughs> oh rude. shit! Sorry, Yellow. <laughs> I apologize, but I also don't understand Greek. So, um, <laughs> anyways, I digress. John, uh, final thoughts, recommendations, all yours. Sure.
2: Yeah. I. I, I guess. One final thought is just like, you know, the whole reason um, Bitcoin, Bitcoin gives us something to celebrate, right? And that's, that's what all of this is really about. That's what the conference is about. That's what getting together and meeting people is about is actually celebrating something. And a lot of the celebration that occurs in our current day to day. A lot of t- a lot of it I find kind of meaningless, like going to the club, to the bars and, and whatever the parties that people throw. A lot of times it, it just has this sense of like, man, it's just we're just here and getting drunk for getting drunk's sake, <laughs> trying to forget about our woes and our troubles. But what's unique about this community is we're actually, um, you know, participating in something that's having a positive impact on the world. and and it's able to align our incentives in a way that is just absolutely insane and then we can have a fucking blast doing it so um kind of my final thought and for those of you who are on the fence about coming to bitcoin like coming to pacific bitcoin you know i saw some in the comments some of you guys are looking for jobs some of you guys are wanting to get more connected um like this is your chance you know this is if you want to actually talk to once someone was talking about upstream data, like you gotta hire me. If you want to talk to them, come to the conference and, and actually have a conversation with them and, and convince them to hire you. You know, this is, this is what it's about. We're, we're trying to connect people. And, um, and this is the, what's what I see to be the new elite social, um, network of the future so get on board and um yeah i just i I had to escape the crows to say that because
0: they're going to report everything that i say back to the (laughs) yeah the birds aren't real friend they're all cia drones (laughs) and i'm going to to a halloween party in la tonight so yeah okay there we go Uh, i don't don't ruin the illusion that you're a real pirate man (laughs) so i need it uh, and Animal and brother. finally i'm gonna I'm, i'll rotate last to brady i'm very thankful we've had you for the duration of the show unless he's frozen is he frozen no he's there is he he's i don't there. see him blinking <laughs> he's he's very he's... stoic he's he's very unsure of what... uh, I, I, I hear you I yeah, you I thought it was tearing oh, do. me okay. down.
1: Okay, if you can hear me, that's fine. I think my computer's melting down. Um, two quick things. One, Swan has an app now. Uh, you find it in the App Store. Just search Swan Bitcoin, uh, iOS, and Android. So check it out. Stack some sats. We're excited about that. It's been a long time coming. And secondly, my recommendation is The Book of Satoshi. The Book Ooh. of Satoshi. Way under recommended. And underappreciated amongst Bitcoiners, but it is literally the Bible if the Bible is the Word of God. So the Book of Stoshi is every single word that Stoshi ever wrote and published publicly, and some privately. Actually, there's some private emails in there too that, uh, that were like from Gavin Andreessen and others. So the Book of Satoshi is amazing. You can also get it on Audible. And for the first couple of years of my Bitcoin journey, I may or may have not. Fallen asleep listening to various parts of the book of Satoshi every night for like two mm. years. <laughs> okay, there's just so much there, and if you listen to it over and over, there's more and more insight. Anyway, very cool book, under recommended. I definitely, definitely
0: check it out. Very interesting. That's one I, I haven't heard before, and I know, I, right? I, Even Dan hasn't
1: I, heard of it. That's how under the radar it is, but unbelievable. it's
0: unbelievable. So Yeah. I've, I've heard of it, but I've never like really decided to dive. Like it's, it's 395 pages. Holy crap.
1: Yeah. Well, it's all of his forum posts. It's a bunch of emails. Um, And it's, you know, it's just a lot. There's a lot more out there than you think. And it's, it's cool to hear every word the dude ever published, you know, uh, publicly. And it's, it's just, I think it's a must read. It opens a lot of uh, sort of insights into the way Satoshi thought and, yeah. And and what you know what he thought this thing might become, yeah. Uh, and and it, it's just cool. It's just cool.
0: So, sounds like it'd be a good read for Craig Wright. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, yeah, exactly. Just like read all yeah. his own words. Gotta yeah. get his
0: back straight when people are trolling him on Twitter, trying to like get him this <laughs> with Satoshi quote. <laughs> Did you not read
1: my words from the book of Satoshi from my Bible? Did you not read that? God, yeah,
0: that guy. What a oh, man. Uh,
4: he good can talk. remember when he read it. I mean, uh, wrote it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh man, so many, so many good trolls lately. I love, I love it. And uh, and hats off to Hardlinot. Congratulations yeah. on your win, sir. Yes. I, I look forward to it's another huge. in the UK. Yeah, it's huge. Um, Awesome. Well. Everybody, I'm going to say uh, Alex uh, dropped early. I think he was having some issues with his connection or, or his camera or something like that. But he got in his final thoughts and everything. So I will say thank you to all of you. I really appreciate you being here. Uh, I'm very excited to see you all in L.A. coming up in less than two weeks here. It's going to be a blast. And uh, and yeah, I guess I guess I'll leave it there. Of course, you're all welcome back anytime.
1: Thank
4: you, man.
0: See you Thanks soon. for
4: having us. Can't wait to real see quick, you. Real quick,
0: real quick. Yeah, I, I hate to do
2: this. I, before everyone's, I just want to say, my. I forgot to recommend plug my recommendation, which is the Bitcoin or Old Testament, the sovereign individual. Yes. That's, mm. that's that essentially what I call it. You know, it's, if you want to understand sort of what, yeah, what's going on in the world right now and how Bitcoin fits into it, this is, an extremely powerful resource that I read twice in a row. Mm -hmm.
0: um, And it's really helped me out a lot. So that's all. Yeah. It's uh, it honestly, one of my favorite reads that I've done. Um, It's, it's pretty prescient. It was written in the nineties and, and like kind of what they foresaw or what they thought would come to pass largely has um (laughs) there goes brady so we're we're just dropping one by by one (laughs) i think the crickets picked him off the 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 crows left john and and picked off alex it's just a matter of time a polar bear will get me but (laughs) nonetheless uh sovereign individual check it out uh john i appreciate both of you and uh hats off to brady and alex thank you guys so much and i'll be seeing you soon see you soon thank you see you bud all right later all right, and everybody watching, thank you so much for being here. That was an awesome rip. I had so much fun there. Uh, love, I love the guys at Swan, um, guys and gals, and pirates, I should specify. Can't forget the pirates, got to be inclusive here. Uh, so yeah, very excited for LA. I think it's going to be a blast. If you're going to be down there, um, shoot me a tweet. Let me know. I'm going to be down there. I'm going to be, actually, I'm going to be in LA for quite some time. Uh, I get down on the 9th and then I'm in LA uh, on my own until the 17th. My family's coming down. We're doing a family thing. I'm going to have maybe a few down days afterwards, but I'm basically in LA from uh, November 9th to the 27th. So if you're in the LA area, and you're around, particularly in that first week, uh, the, you know, the 9th to maybe the 17th. If you're around and you're just chilling even after the conference and you want to grab a coffee or a beer, let me know, man. I'm I'm around and, uh, and Bitcoiners are awesome. I love hanging out. So just drop me a line. Uh, shoot me a tweet. Uh, of course, uh, I would be remiss again if I didn't say like, Again, come on down, Pacific Bitcoin. You can, <laughs> and again, I'm so terrible at this, but uh, if you use code Sessions as you check out, there will be some form of a discount on your ticket. I think it's a good one. I think you get a decent amount off your ticket. So, anyways, if you're if you were unsure and then this clinched the deal for you, uh, type in Sessions as the code, and you will save some amount of dollars. <laughs> Uh, also, again, I got my workshop going in on, on the Saturday, uh, November 12th. It goes from one to 5 PM. Yes. It's a four hour deep dive on the cold card. Um, if you want to just be an expert on your cold card and know the ins and outs and just feel totally secure in your setup, come to it. Uh, there are only 15 spots available, um, you can grab them on my website, btcsessions.ca, or there's a direct link to the BTC Pay server in the show notes right now. Um, and I said at the beginning of the show, once again, within the 24 hour window of when I started this show, which was about, uh, or when I said it, 6 15 p.m. Eastern time, for the next 24 hours, if I see any uh, ticket sales come through, you get to bring a friend for free. So if you were kind of unsure prior and maybe there's a couple of people, that, uh, a couple of you that wanted to go, well, hey, two for one effectively for the next 20, 22 hours by now. Uh, but anyways, btcsessions.ca, there's an events page, grab them there. Uh, I'll finish up here. Uh, if you want, you can help out the show by hitting like, subscribe, share, hit up the previously mentioned sponsors, CoinKite, ShakePay, Lead, and BitRefill, BillFottle, or you can drop me a strike tip my strike page, a Bitcoin tip and my strike page, strike.me slash BTC sessions, head there. You don't need strike for it. Type in any amount you want, hit the tip button. You'll see a regular lightning invoice, or if you tap to the right, a Bitcoin QR code. With that, I'm out. Have yourselves a wonderful day or evening, wherever you may be. See you guys next time for your daily session.
4: Sold Bitcoin.